Welcome to another week of Come Follow Me, A Disciple's Journey. This week's Come Follow Me study is sections 58 and 59 of the Doctrine and Covenants. So, I um, was done recording this week's episodes and was going to edit them and upload them, and uh, the files that I had recorded didn't actually record anything. Just like, you know... 10 minutes of silence and then 13 minutes of silence. And so that was awesome. Um, so this week, sections 58 and 59, I will, I'm a little, I'm a little bummed right now about, uh, the no recording thing. So I'll do my best to recapture when I was just sitting in here talking literally to myself like a crazy person. Um, so sections 58 and 59, the saints are headed to Missouri. Some of the saints are beginning to show up and arrive in Missouri. Um, at the time, if you look at a map of the United States, you'll see that Missouri is nowhere near the west coast of the United States of America. Um, at the time, though, Missouri was the western boundary of the United States. West of that was wilderness, frontier, and then and Native Americans. So... In terms of the United States, though, it was Missouri was as west as it got. Um, a lot of the people who were settling in Missouri, coming to Missouri, were either convicts, ex-convicts, or people who weren't convicts because they were just on the run from the law. So just some high-quality people were, were starting to settle down in Missouri. Uh, Missouri was also kind of a hotbed politically... Um, won't get too much into it, but having to do with um, what ended up becoming the the uh, American Civil War uh, over slavery and uh, sl- slavery laws and things were uh, Missouri was kind of a focal point for all of that. So it's kind of this just really it's not a place that you would think that the Lord would say, yep, that's where Zion's going to be. But that's what he said. And that's what he, and so the saints started to come. Um, but that background is, is interesting to note when studying section, say 59, um, that the people in Missouri were actually notorious for their lack of observance of the Sabbath day. And so the Lord, as these people are coming, his people are coming to Missouri and seeing what their neighbors are like, seeing what the towns that are that are established are like, he says to them, "You're not going to be like that. You're going to be my people, and you're going to observe the Sabbath, keep it holy. You're going to gather to partake of the sacrament." Um, you know, in, in our life and today, what are we commanded to do? We're commanded to build Zion, gather Israel, and build Zion. And I would assume that wherever you are, you're surrounded by the same type of people that the, the saints were surrounded by in Missouri. Maybe not ex-convicts and convicts, and ter- but, but people who sh- do not have your same values, principles, morals, people who don't um, keep the Sabbath day holy, people who maybe ridicule you for keeping the commandments, right? And so... As we think of it in that way, we can see ourselves in these stories, in these in this section. You can see that the Lord is speaking to you today. And it's not just for the, the people moving to Missouri. It's for people who want to be in Zion. And 
We should be building Zion now, today, in your homes, in your wards, in your neighborhoods, your communities. And so what do you what do we need to build Zion? Well, here's some of the things we need here. Section 58 is going to tell us we need to be able to endure tribulation and trials and persecutions. That we need to be anxiously engaged in a good cause. We need to be actively pursuing the building of Zion. It's not going to accidentally happen. We need to be grateful. Section 59 is going to tell us we need to observe and keep the Sabbath day holy, meet together often, partake of the sacrament. These are some of the things that we can do today that apply to us today. Uh, in the Come Follow Me manual this week, uh, it starts with a quote from uh, President Oaks, and he said, The scriptures will, be, will help us resolve all of our personal questions. By reading them, we invite, because by reading them, we invite and qualify ourselves for the inspiration of the Holy Ghost, which will guide us into all truth. How many of your questions can be answered by studying the scripture? The scripture will help us resolve all of our personal questions. Why? Because reading the scriptures is an act of repentance. How can I tell that? Because what comes from it? Inspiration of the Holy Ghost. When we feel, it's from Tad R. Callister, when we feel the inspiration, when we feel the influence of the Spirit in our life, that's how we can tell that the atonement is taking effect in our life. That's how we can tell we're either forgiven of our sins or we are being forgiven of our sins. How we how are we forgiven of our sins? First, one of the first things we have to do is repent. And so by studying the scriptures, we qualify ourselves, i.e., we are repenting. And then the inspiration of the Holy Ghost comes, which will guide us into all truth. I just want to close this episode by testifying of that. As I've studied the scriptures in my life, even just this week. I have had questions answered. I have been guided to truth from God. And I can testify that as you pay the price for priesthood power, keep your covenants, pay the price for personal revelation, pray, study, keep the commandments, keep your covenants. As you do those things, I can testify to you that you will have your questions answered. You will be guided to truth. Why can I say that? Because, like I said, just in my life, but just this week, I have had this experience. I've been guided as I've studied the Book of Mormon in my personal study, as I've studied these scriptures in the Doctrine and Covenants, as I've as I've studied the, uh, studied the words of uh, modern prophets. I have been guided to the truth and received truth. Thank you for joining me this week. I hope you will join me in the next episode as we discuss section 58 of the Doctrine and Covenants.